you're a rom-com villain, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're literally totally. a rom-com villain. You were raised to believe the world was black and white. But what if it isn't? What if the rigid belief system you have never questioned is wrong? What if the world is actually a lot more gray? This show is for the seekers, the explorers, those brave enough to step outside of certainty and question everything. Join your hosts as they sit across from the world's leading thought leaders, visionaries, religious gurus, entrepreneurs, philosophers, and more to tackle difficult topics. You don't need all the answers to find meaning in life, but you should be free to ask all the questions. This is Figuring It Out. The thing we've been talking about is what expectations did you have from culture? So, like, I think for us, there's going to be two blends here. There's going to be, like, just general culture, which I think everybody has impact their sex and relationship life. And then there's the, I think for us, the religious side, which was a big part of our culture, which religion never screwed up anyone's sex life. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so totally. let's, let's just round Robin really quick. What was like, what was like a big misconception that you had about either relationships or sex or both when you first got married? So I was expecting more sex. <laughs> okay. Fair. Um, more sandwiches. More that sandwiches. That was a thing. I thought you just get made sandwiches all the time. Yeah. I make you food all the time. Well, they're not sandwiches. Oh, sandwiches. So. Okay. I will make you more sandwiches. <laughs> Um, this is a good lo- learning opportunity, I think. Yeah, good learning yeah. opportunity. Uh, no, the the sex thing was definitely a big one, just because. Well, again, it's amplified by rel- being religious a growing when up. We got married. Yeah, because we were virgins when we got married. No, I, I, I thought there'd be more sex uh, because, well, that's just what you're kind of trained to believe when you're when you're growing up. Religious is like you get zero sex, but then after you're married. It's a playground, and you can do whatever you want. <laughs> what? Like, well, uh, that wasn't necessarily true because we don't know how to have sex. Yeah, like interesting. That was the biggest shocker for like, sure. Like we knew how to have sex, but we didn't know how to have. Like sex. we never, I never pictured sex as a sport that you have to like. Well, what wow. I'm saying though, okay, hear me Pops out here to you though. Guys. Up top. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to five that. I'm just Up saying top. though, I definitely like. Like my perception of it was for sure that like once you have it's gonna be this same thing culture like magical, was magical yeah. moment that was gonna happen and it was just like yes so like I definitely felt closer to you than ever but it was like but then it was I think it was more the second time from because the it's first time I closer. felt like it was gonna yes. be like okay this is a thing but then like the second time I was like oh like this is like a I don't know how to do this or like how to make this happen or like what like it was definitely like oh you have to do this more to learn more how to do certain things. It's a sport. We didn't even think about it then, though. At the time, I was just like, oh, that's sex. So I guess we just won't do that very much, you know? So, like, Ouch. oh my God. <laughs> we didn't have a lot of sex when we first got married. Wow. Correct how me many, if I'm wrong. How many times do we have sex on our honeymoon? On our honeymoon, we had a lot of sex. Okay. That's, that was like the goal of being the goal of the sport. Yeah. The goal of the sport. It was like 48 times in I don't even, days or something like I don't that. even know if I need to do anything on this episode. I'm just going to, I'm enjoying <laughs> this. Gonna back be the and therapist forth. over there. Okay, sorry, finish. I'll I'll put my answer. No, you were the one answering. <laughs> no, you finished first. This was <laughs> You didn't hear that on that <laughs> Um no, no, but that, but I, that's how I thought was like we uh because of the way that we got married and how young we were and everything, it just was like a you know, once we're married, we can do all these things and it's probably going to happen a lot and then you get married and you realize that like oh, sex is not 
a massive part of marriage. And obviously through the years, as we've like gotten closer, even as a couple that's changed. And then as we got better at sex, it's changed a lot because now it's completely different and (laughs) totally (laughs) reversed from when we first got married. Um, but a lot of it was, a lot of it was on me because like, I didn't know how to pleasure a woman. And well, that's part of our, like, uh, well, this sex thing is like, you know, it's okay, but it's not awesome. Well, because that's how we're conditioned too from day one is that sex is for men. It's not for women. So right. it's like my duty to give that to you, but it was never like turned around of like, you can enjoy it too. Or yeah, like, right. you can do it just and for Travis, you. Travis, you feel that we should go back to that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were indicating sandwiches. Now I have sex. to do too much work. Right. And I don't like it. Oh, well, okay. yeah. I mean, no, I would, it's, it, it was at first, it was definitely, it felt like that at first though. It yeah. was like, a, um, this is for men yeah. and, you know, flowers and dinner that's for women yeah and so it was a drag and in return for me i give to, it to you right. if you do that like it was, it was a drag for me to do take. the things for you and it was a drag for you to do the things for me but yep. it was never looked at as like oh i can enjoy a good dinner with a bottle of wine and yeah. you can enjoy sex and yeah. that's not just okay but it's actually a good the makings of a healthy relationship yeah for sure um but when you're never allowed to explore any of that part of yourself like i had I had never like had any uh, insight into how a good sexual relationship worked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like confession. I never even watched like actual porn. Well, they didn't have that when you were a kid. They didn't have phones, <laughs> phones and internet. How long ago well, I did have that? safe eyes on all of our computers. That My makes it hard. installed safe eyes. It does. Or it keep prevents it, it from yeah, keeping it, it hard. hard. <laughs> prevents it from it being keeps hard. it soft. <laughs> Safe eyes. Real Safe eyes. Keeping okay. it soft since 2007. <laughs> Bring it back together, guys. <laughs> I think but we're we had safe here. eyes. We didn't have phones or anything. Like my my best indication of porn was uh, like 1:30 a.m. and uh, you flip through the channels and you find a Girls Gone Wild infomercial. Did you ever watch those? Don't lie. <laughs> That's a yes, absolutely. I'm aware. Don't lie. I'm aware of them. You're aware of them, Mm -hmm. of course. I I was That was like the farthest I could, but they didn't actually show anything, obviously, because it's still on actual television. But like that was my version of that. So like Like when we got married. Holy smokes. Right, exactly. So when we got married, it was literally like a. Girls Come Wild video (laughs) in in real life. Well, like I'm just saying I didn't didn't know Mm -hmm. anything about about sex. You just kind of think like, oh, you just kind of do this. And then. Three and a half minutes later, <laughs> on a good day, we're done. And then yeah. uh, that's it. How did that make you feel? <laughs> no. uh, well, so look, you keep saying three and a half minutes in all these conversations, and I think our sex is a lot longer than well, that. Well, now it is. is significantly oh, okay. longer than that up top again. Okay, why are we high-fiving so much? But back then, it was absolutely not. And we didn't know that it should be. Yeah. You know, like, it was just, oh, it was just literally never, ever talked about. It was yeah. so taboo that you could not talk about it with anybody at yeah. any point. And yeah. then all of a sudden you like kiss each other on the altar. And now you're supposed to just like be sex be animals. Well, that's sure. That's yeah. the thing for me. Culturally, you're told to expect sex. Cause like every show you watch, that's the stuff that really messed, messed with your brain. Like it's not porn. It's like, that probably doesn't help, but it's like the, you know, you watch any romantic comedy, you watch any show it's like they're looking each other's eyes, cut, you know, like smash cut, literally smash cut to hmm. they're like banging picture frames off the walls and they're like, you know, their clothes are ripping off. And it's like, that's not accurate. You know, like that's not, that's like every sexual encounter if you watch on TV. 
And then within church, it was like, you know, don't watch porn, don't talk about sex, don't think about sex. You'll get a girl to use to basically take care of all that once you get married. That's really what it was. If they said it that bluntly, which sometimes they did, but it's like that mentality is what we were told. It's like you struggle with porn once you have sex, you know, then you can have sex with your wife. It'll be okay. Just don't be doing this. And it's like, that's a lot of really unhealthy expectation for the wife because she has to be the porn star basically for you at your beck and call. And then for the guy, it's like your only view is that now I get to put this into something, you know, which is like, that's a really scary. Well, I it's think not it's, a mutual thing. Yeah. It's like, this is for you and she's and the told, vessel. And you're told women don't care about sex. That's a guy thing, which is something that I learned quickly. And in cultural period, not just in, yeah, in religion. And it's culture. So women period, in the bikini yeah. dancing around and the guy's like, yeah. And they, and they like, it's, that's something I learned very quickly because I mean, Tara told me was like, you know, I like sex too. I'd like to, enjoy, you know, but it's, it's, it's just a backwards way of thinking. But yeah, for, I would say early on, it was a weird time for me. Cause I think if I would have got married right out of high school, it would have been a bad <laughs> situation. I think what ended up hurting the other side was that I was hyper aware. Cause I had been lucky enough to have some people say like, Hey, you know, through marriage counseling, like premarital counseling and some other things, like take your time. Women take longer than men to, you know, get there, you know, and like do this, plan on this. Like it shouldn't be painful. Do this. So like for me, I was terrified of the other side, which is like, I don't want to go on fast and furious and like, you know, cause pain or do damage or all this stuff. So like the flip side and Tara said, she told you about this, I guess, but she was like, I, yeah, I will find man. out right now. But, uh, <laughs> but she said like, she was upset. Cause like, I was too scared to do anything. So like, I was like, I was trying to be like as gentle as possible. And she was like saying like, are you going to, are we going to go and do it? You know? And it's like, so it was this weird split. I think she, it's better that I was on that end of the spectrum than the other, yes. but it's still, <laughs> probably, you know, yeah, probably but, it, so. but it is still Shh, shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting a long time for this, but it's, <laughs> you're the vessel. You're just a vessel. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. It's but good it's, that you didn't do that. But it's still this thing though, it, you know, but I think over time, it's Our, realizing there's a give there is a give and take and yeah. they're really if they're right well but it's good for both parties like yeah. good sex is good for both parties yes. involved yeah. but the thing is when you talk to most or people more than both and parties. the people that were teaching uh-huh. us in christian schools and the people that were teaching in churches didn't have good sex like when you start thinking back on what you were told it's like oh so and so didn't have a good sex life right. <laughs> you know like yeah. they right. you know it, it was this very bad situation so uh, that's been the biggest shift for me is just like how do you make it a communication thing of like, what's good for you? What's good for me? And speaking for experience, the better it is for the other person, it all comes back around. So, yeah, right. Exactly. You know, yeah, um, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I, that's really when our sex life just took off in the right direction was when she started really enjoying it. When yeah. it became like a thing where like she was initiating it sometimes and it was yeah. like, uh, Oh, I, I guess you actually really like this now, you yeah. know? And then that's, that was like, and but that was, I mean, well multiple years marriage. after yeah. we were married. Yeah. It was, well, and it was from like the girl's perspective for me, like it was you, we were taught our entire lives from the religious aspect that we were literally not allowed to be sexual ever. 
Like you are never allowed to move your body that way. You're supposed to cover yourself up all the time to where then, but then you get married and it's like, now be a sex goddess, like be a strip, like a stripper. Like you need to like in the yeah, bedroom, seduce you need to your learn, husband, seduce your like, husband. You're the porn and star. And like talk about like the confidence issues, like all of that, like just insecurities. like, yeah, like all of your insecurities, all of that, just like, sh- like, and that's why it was like in the beginning. And then it was, but then you're, you're brainwashed to think that like, but it's for him. And if you want to be a good Christian godly wife, then you need to be and this for him. And if you don't him. want him to be looking at other chicks, Exactly. And if he, yeah, yeah, if he cheats on you it's your fault that he's doing that because you didn't give him enough sex so like keep giving him sex because like this is what you're supposed to do and like yeah i mean it was rough like and even you too though like the guilt side of it which is super interesting to me though because i've had this conversation very recently with a couple people that i that are like i'm close to and like for me i just still random people on the street <laughs> no i'm just I close to hey, how's your sex life? just in proximity i'm just yeah. saying i'm not gonna name people yeah, on their no, experiences no. but like i've definitely for me like i was i never like for whatever reason well we've had this conversation i never had the like outlook that once i was married it was fine i was so that person a rule follower that like sex was bad sex was bad sex was bad is what i was taught the first literal 21 years of my life so then when i got married it i mean several years even if i'm and if i'm being honest even now there's still times where like i have anxiety around sex because i was like conditioned to believe that it's bad so like i never like had that light like that switch in my head of when i got married now it's good but i still have so much guilt around sex because of the way that we were raised that it was still something like i like and not even sex like being sexy period like still has such like guilty connotations for me because it's still something that i was taught is bad and wrong i'm glad i don't feel guilt about being sexy because i'd be guilty all the time (laughs) am i right oh yeah totally Yes, yes. But yeah, I mean, it definitely like, and it affects every aspect of your life. I mean, that's something that we don't talk about enough of that. Like, yes, number one, I think it starts in the bedroom, but like we've talked about in every situation in life, like it affects everything I do is my confidence level. And the more that that's, that's why I wake up sometimes at three 30 to go to the gym, because for me, that's what helps me feel confident and helps me in every aspect of life. When I feel good about myself, not for him, for myself, like when I'm feeling good about myself, then like I want to have sex more because I feel good about myself or I want to do different things because I feel good about myself. Well, I think that, sorry to cut you off. I think that like is a perfect segue into the cultural expectations thing because like there's a lot of, suppressive things especially sexually when it comes to religion um which i know that you were talking about like even venturing outside of like normal sex positions like how that could even start affecting or bringing toys in the bedroom or all those things yeah like anything in in addition to what is like that's so missionary i think that's so terrible they corrupt (laughs) sex with that (laughs) but that's the problem is like when when that's in your head and then you're like oh well now we've been married for four years and all we've done is this thing and it's kind of getting a little boring i could literally only have missionary sex because we were missionaries (laughs) (laughs) you were waiting so hard for that it was an an umbrella term everything it's like all sex was missionary sex. sex that's just what you thought it was Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say is the the cultural expectations on the other side of things with what in regards to what you were talking about which now I don't remember what that was. It's no, it's you're saying versus being very suppressed and repressed well, versus the cultural which is like she's going to have like a rockin six pack and you know this and then you know and I'm going to or he's going to have a six pack. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, wow. It's Jillian Michaels over All here. Right. No. 
<laughs> oh, well, let me restart that. No, you have the, the repressed Christian side, which is that, you know, sex is really bad, really bad, really bad. And then you have sex for procreation with, and she's going to initiate with like this, all this, you know, sexy stuff. And it's like, and then you go to the cultural side and it's like, it's the visual component of like, he's going to have six pack abs. She's going to have double D's and you're going to be like knocking picture frames off the wall, you know, doing this. every single time, every single time yeah. versus like there was, it never goes deeper into the connection side, which there is a, I think a balance between the two somewhere, which is like, you know, like you're like, I don't think any of us would say, I don't know, maybe, but like, there's times where I'm like, oh, there was periods where I was more attractive physically, you know. I mean, it's probably today. This is probably the peak. But but no, there were times I was more attractive physically. Or Tara would say there's times I was more attractive physically. Like, we look at our wedding pictures and we're like, oh, that's both of our peaks. Like, right there, you know. Um, and then, like, there's probably certain weeks or whatever that you're like, oh, last year at this time I looked way better or whatever. But it's like the attraction level can be the same because of all the experience you have over time. So like, there's a lot of layers there that get mixed up when you lean too hard, I think into one way or the other, not to steal your answer, but I, I mean, yeah. And this is a culture expectations too, like going from the side of not just religious side either. Like you also see, like, that's what I was talking about earlier was like, I literally had to stop watching romantic movies for a period of my life. It was because I felt so much like it was hurting our relationship because which giving Travis credit for this. He's just a very logical person. We've talked about that. We're very emotional people. He's very logical. And I don't know how many times you just be, okay, like then give me like an exact of like, okay, how, what, what, what would make you feel that way? That's such a Travis. It's, it is right. What, you know, Travis. what number of flowers do I need to bring each month though, to acquire like, your business? Because, like argument number three about it. Where it was yeah, like, it but is, you're not bringing me Jackie, flowers. And it was like, but Jackie, I brought you flowers. Like Jackie, how many brought, flowers? But I brought you flowers like three weeks ago though. So like, is that should like, be good till is the end there, of this month? That's, right? Well, that's my question. It's yeah. like, so we're having this conversation now. I did do this within recent memory. Like, what is how often am I supposed to be doing this? But it was to every time I'd watch a romantic movie, that's when I wanted it he because I just saw it. Because instead of thing, me thinking, yeah. yeah, because of my mind wandering to somebody else giving them to me, my husband should be giving them to me because I just watched a romantic movie about how he just made this huge grand gesture of rose petals walking to the door. And like, he didn't do that for me this week. So like, where did it come from? It so really was though. It really is like porn it, for girls. Legitimately yeah. though. It yeah, it was it's right. the funny. emotional aspect. Well, and honestly too, well, and I, it's like these it's always this guy that like uh, the romantic movies just drive me crazy. Well, I was going to say though, also too though, it is true though because I don't like that type of guy. Like if you right. were exactly. I it's broke up with the guy that was that like that because such, it overwhelmed me and I exactly don't want that. That's exactly it though. That's the thing. It's the fantasy and it's yes. where it's like you see whatever, I mean 27 dresses or whatever, or whatever the thing is. I love 27 dresses. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Uh, of course I you love do. it. Catherine Heigl is so funny in that movie. Uh, Benny and the Jets. But anyway, so, but, uh, but no, there's like 27 dresses. And then you've got on the flip side, like you've got porn, but it's like, if you, if like most guys wouldn't say like, that's my ideal spouse. It's like yeah, how right. she acts in like a porn bit. You know what I mean? It's a fantasy yeah. that's your stepsister is in your ideal spouse. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> this is going way off the rail. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, but it's, it's but a fantasy. Want, you it's don't, the, and you it's don't even, want it, 
but you feel like you should like there's times in your life where you're like i just wish you were that and <laughs> like, well, and you, you deserve that not even that you wish you were, that you deserve that well, yeah, like it's like the, the social the media romantic, yeah. it's the so it's the romantic movie that's it's the, the shit. fact it is though it's that you deserve that and he's not you deserve better than that that's the shit that drives me that. crazy in the romantic movies is when like the girl's friends are always like you deserve better you deserve better you deserve better and then like you look at the situation like the Travis entire storyline of the like, movie no you don't the, the entire storyline of the movie is like this this person was a piece of shit and they were just like giving up on life. They're in their PJs. They never get ready or go outside and they're like sitting on the couch and eating cereal all day. And then their boyfriend or girlfriend. You're a rom-com villain, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're literally totally. a rom-com villain. I know the exact villain. romantic yeah. movie you're talking about right now. With Mila the, Kunis and... Well, that one in particular okay. for sure. Yeah, with forgetting uh, Sarah Marshall? Uh, Jason Siegel. Yeah. Is that Forgetting Sarah Yeah, it's Marshall? a hilarious movie and I, and I like it. But, uh, but oh, the entire premise not. is like... Come on, like yeah. you, you, yeah. you gave up on life and then your girlfriend left you. And because your girlfriend left you, you decided to start trying again. And then you became an attractive person again. And then this other girl started liking you. So you like, like, duh, that's what happens. If you're just going to like be a piece of shit and like sit in your boxers all day and eat cereal and watch cartoons, then like people aren't going to be attracted to you. Women aren't going to like you. Men, if you're a woman, like men are not going to like you. You do not deserve better. Like the whole idea of like, I just deserve this because I'm alive. Well, that and that's does where not make any for sense. me, it comes back to the fact of like, you have to work on yourself. Like that's right. where like personal exactly. love has come it, it into. Puts, like this is exactly what I was going to talk about earlier. Sorry to cut you off, but I totally lost my train of thought earlier, but that's exactly what I want to talk about was freaking dominant. Was dude. that they, they, I know, they, right? I see, they put, I see the problem. You see, I see it. <laughs> they, the put the, they put the onus on, on the other person to make you happy yes is like my well, happiness is yep. totally dependent on this other person that's involved in this relationship He's on a rant. Leave him alone. i'm not i'm not i'm not capable of doing it myself therefore i need somebody else to drop everything in their life and tell me how amazing i am and put rose petals down and cancel their flight to london and and drive yeah. back to my apartment and get on their knees and beg me to be theirs again i need yeah. that to happen to validate who I am as a person so that I can be happy. And it's like, that's such a poisonous thing to teach people because yeah. that's not how life works. Yeah. Like you have, like it's your responsibility to make yourself happy and fulfilled. It's your responsibility to be a productive member of society to push yourself to be better. And then yeah. that's what enables you to be able to connect with somebody else who's also doing that thing independently yeah. of you. And then when you come together, that magnifies that level of happiness that you've already found in life, you know? Yeah. yeah. One thing I, w I do want to ask, and I think this is a good way to kind of close this out is, so we mentioned the two extremes here. So like there's the, I'm going to be exactly, I'm going to be the porn star for them. I'm going to be the rom-com boyfriend for her, which it's never going to meet the picture because you can't, no one can be a porn star 24 seven and no one can be a rom-com well, star. And you no don't want that, though. Like, that's you don't want it. You yes. don't want it. But, no one but can don't. be your eternal source of happiness. But no So one. here's the question, though. So you mentioned, like, if you work on yourself, you be like, when you work on yourself, you become a better person. You draw better people. Right. Yeah. Okay? You need to work on yourself first. How do you make sure that you're working on yourself purely for you and not doing it? Because I see people do this all the time. I get broken up with. Now I get my revenge body. That was a TikTok trend just recently. I was like, so you're still serving them. Right. Like, do this for you. Yeah. How do you find that balance between I'm going to go to the gym at three in the morning because I want to have abs for me yeah. or I want to have whatever my goal is. Or I just want to be able to breathe when I go up the stairs, Eric. You know, I want to like, <laughs> what's that goal for me versus like, you know, for me, it's like, 
oh, I can lose the dad bod, so maybe Tara will be like, how do you find that balance between for them versus for me? Ugh, that's a whole another episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know the. I mean, it's tough for me to answer that because we've been married since I was twenty one, so it's yeah. difficult to know um, like how to like for somebody that breaks up with somebody and then wants to go do something well, for you. Like, uh, well for you, you brought it up. So like, I was going to say you go for to me the though gym. too, and thinking of that, like, and I think oh, that I it's see, I see what you're like you go to the gym but, at three, like yeah. obviously you're in shape. Like Travis is going to be like, Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I know at this point he thinks I look good, but I'm way harder than myself than he is. And for me, I, I think, which also I feel like is a disadvantage because we've been married for so long. So I feel like I'm hyper paranoid about being a follower for him. So I feel like I'm very conscious of that because even like the whole religion aspect, everything in life, like he's just a more dominant person than me. So I feel like an insecurity of mine already is always trying to be like, who am I doing this for? Because at the end of the day, if I'm, I just, for me, I have learned for myself speaking like, from that perspective is that I know that if I do something for him, I will never follow it completely through that eventually I will. And I'll feel like a failure because I'm because at my ultimate at the, like the depth of it, I'm only doing it for him. I'm not doing it for me. And I've learned like when we did 75 hard, whenever I, before I had Cassidy, I did that because for me, and I hear this all day, every day from people is that like, you have to keep your promise from your promises to yourself. And so for me, that was just one of them of like, I needed to, have that for me, not for him. And so I guess just like at my core, I've learned that if I do something for him and I feel a little bit guilty for that, cause I feel like that like feels like it's because I don't love you the same way that I love myself. But I've learned that if I love myself, I will love him more. And I just feel like for me, that is it. It's that I know that if I, if I make a promise myself, even like we've talked about, we're going to do 75 hard just in March, like, so 31 days of 75 hard. And even that I told him today when we were driving, when we were leaving the gym, I said, all I know is we need to make our like exact rules now, if we're going to have any exceptions or whatever it's going to be, because I know going into it that like, I'm going to like complete that for myself. I'm going to whatever promise I tell myself when I started, I'm going to finish it for me because like, that is the biggest way. And coming from Travis, from different things that we've had conversations that we've had that I know that if I keep a promise to myself, that helps my confidence level more than anything. And at the end of the day, like that is what drives my confidence up more than anything. And and I think to piggyback on that too, like it's, and maybe this is different because I think some people do like being the and I think that toxic people really like when they have someone that's trying to serve them constantly. But like I, I've told, I mean, me and Tara have had this conversation a billion times because she's like, what do you like? Do you like this? Long hair, short hair, blah, 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 you know, and stuff. And like truly for me, you know, like I think this sounds super cliche or like I'm pandering, like I'm pandering to like all the women out there. But it's like it really is for me like the times like the sexiest thing to me is like confidence. Yeah. Like like when I can tell that Tara feels good about herself or like because she carries herself different, like, and and I can't make her do that. I can't be like, act confident. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but it is that thing where like, when I can tell she feels good, then I'm like, you know, that's, to me, that's awesome. Like, and it's the same thing. I think that's for pretty much any healthy person. Like when you can see that person's comfortable, that's attractive. I think it's a childish or high schoolerish thing to have the, to like idolize the girl that's like, oh, am I cute? I don't know. Like to me, yeah. that's like, I told Tara, I was like, if we get it's divorced gross. and I'm looking at him on the market, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be like, uh, next. Like yeah. I want someone who's like, I look good. Like if yeah. that's good for you, that's good. Yeah. You know, if it's not, well, because it's not. that's the exact thing is that 
in a healthy relationship, in my opinion. It's two confident people. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It's, having it's, freaky sex it's together. People, That's it's, it. It's two people it. that would both be okay on their own. Right. But yes. want to be together for the sake of amplifying the and good talk, parts of themselves. And talk about, like, that's kind of like the sexiest thing about, like, submission is not like, oh, I need you. It's like, I don't need you, but I'm giving to you. Yeah. Right. That sure. is... Well, it's a choice. It's a constant yeah, choice. You don't exactly. feel like it's like a no like other option. You need me, right? You, <laughs> I need, you your need me because you actually yeah. need me. Because yeah. if you didn't have me, you would spiral in depression and kill yourself. What like, I was just gonna say, and on like the flip side of someone who is so emotional, that's the biggest lesson that I learned was when I was relying on him for my happiness. It was a constant up and down battle, like being from an emotional he can't give person. That to you. Yeah. He can't, and it was when he was happy, I was happy. When he was mad, I was mad. Well, I had no idea why I was I mad did though. Everything or he that was she sad. Me to do. No, but it's just his that's personality. not where happiness it comes was, from. If I read his, if I read his mood as the if i read his mood as that he was happy then like i was happy if i read his mood which you know travis just like i do like yeah, his, i'm up and down thinking about you think business. you're up and down i'm up and down <laughs> okay but like it did like and it was just like and at that point like it was very much like i cannot live it was very much a choice for me i cannot live like this anymore well, like he can have yeah. his own emotions when he wants to and like have his ups and down but like i'm going to be happy for myself and i can't rely on him to my happiness cuz it was way too depressing for me to like try and like to try and follow anybody else it's hard enough to follow myself on my ups and downs being an emotional person let alone trying to follow my own ups and downs with his ups and downs like it was a it was a nightmare to be honest it was like it's a shit show it's a shit show that's why we literally almost got divorced like three four years ago like and we'll probably talk about in future episodes but that was that that was what was the breaking point it was the breaking point yeah the breaking point and, and we talked about it after we went to a couple's therapy and all that stuff. And right, that was one of the things that we talked about is that for me, it felt like for me, it felt like a burden was lifted off of my shoulders when I felt like she kind of stepped into her own self and stopped being what religion told her to be growing up, which was be Travis's wife, be yeah. Mrs. Chapel. And that's it. Yeah. And so when she stepped into being like Jacqueline and being who she was supposed to be and like almost like released me from the pressure of holding her happiness in the palm of my hand. That's when our marriage like went to a different level. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah. I'm so happy for you guys. I think we've done good work here today. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like we should just call this counseling. I feel like I'm a marriage counselor. It feels like I'm sitting like this for sure. No, I think this is great. I think we continue on this route. Uh, We'll come back next week. Thank you both for being so open today. I think we learned a lot about each other. Okay. So, <laughs> if you're listening right now, watching oh. right now, give us a rating and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Join the Facebook group, Figuring It Out TV. Um, if you're looking for more people that are just trying to figure it out, that's a good place to go. So we'll see you there. We'll see you somewhere else. Go have amazing sex tonight. Yes, We're, we support you but only if the other person also wants that <laughs> and subscribe just to, to the be show. clear if they don't listen to the show don't give I'm it not to telling them. you to have sex with anybody <laughs> find somebody <laughs> thank you for listening to the figuring it out podcast if you appreciated the content on the show be sure to leave a five-star rating and review and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode for more information about the show visit www.figuringitout.tv or connect with us anywhere on social media with the handle figuringitout.tv.